If you're not yet on our social medias, please please feel free to join us at Sleep Powder Talks on Instagram. If you have a question that you want to be aired on the show, feel free to send us an email at uh, sleeppowdertalks at gmail.com. That, that sounds about right. That is right. That is the right email. Also, join our Facebook it. page. We have yes. a Facebook page. Join our community. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We usually just like pictures of Bulbasaur. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Sleep Powder, your spot for Pokemon and mental health information, news, and all sorts of yada, yada, yada. My name is Theron. And I'm Anna. And wow, what a week we've been having. How have you been doing, dear? I'm, I'm all right. We're heading towards finals, so I'm, I'm not here right now. <laughs> Busy as ever. Yeah, I mean, I've been using this weekend kind of as... A a break, a little bit of a break before the craziness. I should be working on things, but rest is important too. It's also important to know that it's okay not to work, which is actually something that we're going to be getting into later in the episode. Yes. Um, How was your week, baby? (laughs) Well, um, since our last episode, uh, I came down with COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was, we we made a joke earlier. Tim said this little sound clip that I was laughing my butt off to. You 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 said, oh yeah, well, uh, to our knowledge, Theron doesn't have COVID yet. And yeah, then, and then he did. The day after I had COVID. It yeah, was, the day after he got his test back and it was positive. Yeah, it was pretty hard. But, yeah. Um, a lot of coughing, a lot of. Not being fun. Um, Yeah, very icky. Lots of cold medicine sent to you. We can we can say that you you took care of me very well, and I'm very grateful for that. I tried. I was I'm still home. I didn't go. I couldn't go. So I know, but I shipped you things, which made all the difference. But I I got my test back. (laughs) My fifth test back. um, Is it yesterday? It's my fifth. Oh, wow. uh, I had one, two, three, four. Yep, we got my fifth test back. Mm-hmm. Finally came back negative. Woo! Which is very good to hear. I'm glad I actually recovered. Um, but in the meantime, I've just been doing nothing. I've been playing. Oh, <laughs> well, you have been doing things. Like you work from home right now. Yeah, I'm put. It's not like you've just been, like, sleeping for two... You haven't been hibernating for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I don't know. I can't count anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So I've actually been playing a lot of fun. Uh, A fun, a really amazing (laughs) ROM pack called Pokemon Radical Red. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is Pokemon Fire Red, but souped up to be something absolutely phenomenal. It's Gen 8 mechanics in a Gen 3 game. With raids, with legendary, with a super increased difficulty, I am beyond proud of it right now. Uh, it's just beyond fun. The the Pokemon that I'm using. Mm-hmm. So the the whole point about this game is that I I you actually have to use more than one Pokemon or more than a team of six, just because battles change so frequently and so often. Right. Um. I actually have like a current team of 10 right now. Oh, wow. And that is soon to be ever expanding. 
Um, I so since this cantil, I picked Venusaur. I stuck with Venusaur. Of course. Um, Venusaur's name is Dots, who's the name of our mascot. Yeah. Um, I so currently I have Venusaur. I have a Johnny. A Johnny was named. A <laughs> Johnny is my Luxray, who is an electric dark type in this game. Uh, I named it after the Planeswalker in Magic, Ajani Goldman, I think. Um, I don't know. You could say anything. Yeah. I, I don't play white as often as I need to. Um, I have Oblivion, who is a spirit tomb. I have Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey is my shiny Dawn fan. I found a shiny in this game, and I'm very happy with it. Um, Swoops is my glyph score. I recently raised in Altaria. Her name is Opal. And it's meant to be a Mega Altaria, just because Dragon Fairy is such a cool typing. Yeah. Um, I have Zelda, who's a Metacham. Um, I thought you had a Rillaboom. I don't have a Rillaboom yet. Am I thinking um, of somebody you were against that had a Rillaboom? Yeah, Erica has a Rillaboom. Erica okay. starts out with a Rillaboom, and it's absolutely that terrible. I'm sorry, I flip it sometimes. I have a I have a monkey. I have Kaizo, who's my Infernape, and I have Libby, who's a Life Rock. Yes, um, Libby is the name of our future dog. Yes, and every every Rock Ruff I've ever named, I've, I've always named Libby. So I, it's just fair to keep up the trend. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I'm currently I just beat Sabrina and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard to beat Sabrina. She has she's a psychic type, but hers is a double battle. Mm-hmm. She starts out with she starts with Indeedy and Hatterene, which is I love Hatterene. I do, but it's a pain in my neck because it's a she doesn't have all psychic types. She runs a typical trick room team. Oh right. So so Hatterene will always use trick room, and if you don't have the right Pokemon. You're kind of you're kind of screwed. You just die. Um, yeah, I had a, I had to bench a few people just for that, but <laughs> it's tough. It's very I've never had this hard of a time playing a Pokemon game, um, and for for good reason. The the developers of this ROM hack just went above and beyond, and it shows in every single thing. I completely recommend playing it if you're into that. Yeah, but it's good because you like a challenge. And I think the best thing is that I get to use new Pokemon that I don't even get to use before. Like, since Spiritomb was so tough to find in Generation 4, mm-hmm. um, this time it's a wild encounter. Because Spiritomb has always had standard encounters, and it's one of my favorite um, my favorite Pokemon in Generation 4. And now I get to use it on my team, finally. Yeah. I have an excuse to use new people. And... At, speaking of excuses to use new things, how about we start up our Safari Zoom? Yes. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the new segment. Well, <laughs> not a new, new segment. segment. New segment? We've been doing this for nearly a year, but I don't know how it's new. Our first segment, Safari Zone, we're going to randomly generate a Pokemon, discuss everything about it, and names, movesets, where it look good in a bow tie. Yes. Let's see how it goes. And while um, he's and while he's um, doing super important things and talking about numbers, I will be finding the worst images on Google Images for that Pokemon and sending them to him in a private chat to see if I can get him to break character. Oh yeah, that's it's very always, fun. This is what I do. 
This is my this is my fun times. So the Pokemon that we're gonna talk about, I'm gonna try to click away from the microphone. <laughs> Please don't punch the microphone. Alright, just tell me when to three, two, one. Stop. <laughs> Yay! What is it? Okay, it's Axew. Okay, spell that for me because I can't spell. It's, uh, well, we're, we'll probably talk about Axew, Fracture, Fracture, and Haxorus. Can you spell it for me? Axew, it's A E X W. A E X W. That's A E X Nope. What do you mean, nope? Nope, it says nothing exists. Axew, A E X W? A-E-X-W, yeah. Well, try Haxorus. Haxorus is H-O-X-O-R. O-R. Oh. Oh, yeah, Haxorus. Okay, you spelled it wrong. Ha- what? Or I spelled it wrong. <laughs> Alright, oh. so let's talk all... Okay, first of all, I don't even know what... I... Haxorus is like a generic dragon. But I don't know, like, what kind of dragon or dinosaur it's really based off of, because it has a an axe for a head. Yeah, I mean, this is the one that. So when we started dating, and I went yeah. with your family for Christmas. Yep. You caught a shine. You found a shiny one. Yeah, it, I was just hashing it just to to put one on the team, um, but. I got a shiny Axew and 18 eggs, and was very surprised by it. Yes. And And it was a girl. Yeah. And I had you name it Athena. Mm Mm-hmm. After the Greek war goddess. Yeah. Oh, I found a paper toy printable. Let's see. Oh, this is a very interesting Pokemon. Um, yes. It's based off of dinosaurs. Like design came. From, this is. I'm reading this straight off of Bulbapedia, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The design came from an idea of a Pokemon that swings its axe-like fang instead of biting, or a, a behavior reportedly stemming from actual dinosaurs. These tusks may draw inspiration from Dicynodonts, tusked synapsids with thick hides from the Permian era. It resembles a battle axe. I mean... I mean, yeah. But it is... The thing is, I know what this Pokemon... Not Pokemon. I know what this is based off of, what dinosaur it's based off of, and I can see it in my head. I don't know what it's called. And I can't... (laughs) I struggle with a lot of Googling. Sometimes I have a memory of something, and I try to find it, and I can't. So I have to randomly Google words until I figure it out. Anyway, it's going to be hard for me to figure out how what that's supposed to be, but yes, exactly. <laughs> this is based off of dinosaur. <laughs> yes, dinosaur. Oh, uh, no. Let's, let's just see what... Um, okay, let, let's cover the Pokemon. Haxorus is a pure dragon type. It stands at approximately 5'11". I'm six foot, so... It's shorter than you? It's a bit shorter than me. It's one inch shorter than me. I okay. Well, I thought it was like a hundred feet tall. So, um, it's a uh, yada yada yada. Is it, so, Haxorus has three abilities. One of them is probably your best option. The other two are pretty much garbage. 
Yeah. The first ability is Rivalry, which is the garbage one. Um, it If you're facing up a Pokemon of the same gender, uh, it does more damage. But if, it, if you're up against a Pokemon of the opposite gender, you do less damage. So if, if you're a male Haxorus and you go up another male Pokemon, you do more damage. But if you go up against a female Pokemon, you do less damage. Assuming your Haxorus was male. It's the inverse if it's female. Um, the best ability that you can give it is Moldbreaker. Moldbreaker lets you ignore abilities. So Rotom, like Rotom has Levitate to ignore its ground type weakness. You can just hit a Rotom with an Earthquake because you have Moldbreaker. You love Moldbreaker. That's like it's your favorite one, I think. I, you know, I actually don't have a favorite ability. I don't, I don't know. I haven't given it much thought, but I do like Moldbreaker a lot. Um, and the third one is its hidden ability, which is Unnerve. Unnerve just uh, makes it so that your opponents can't eat their berries. <sighs> they can't have a snack. No snack time. Which is so mean. Yeah. Uh, let's, here, we'll cover some, okay, some dex entries. Tell me. Its resilient tusks are its pride and joy. It licks up the dirt to take in minerals it needs to keep its tusks in top condition. It eats dirt? It eats dirt. That, what? (laughs) I'm sorry. Hold on. It eats dirt? (laughs) Yeah. It, while usually kind-hearted, it can be terrifying of anger. Tusks that can slice through steel beams are how Haxorus deals with its adversaries. Their sturdy tusks will even stay sharp if used to cut steel beams. These Pokemon are covered in hard armor. They are kind, but can be relentless when defending territory. They challenge foes with tusks that can cut through steel. So, <laughs> this can cut steel beams? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's wow, and you know it's it's stats are nothing to scoff at either. It's... Well, no, I I I, I gathered the the break steel beams thing. I thought maybe it might just um, you know. It's, it's best stat right now is attack. It's it has a really high attack stat for a dragon type with at 147 points. And its second best stat is its speed at 97. So this is going to be a Choice Scarf user, meaning that you're going to be running... Um, that's I usually run Choice Scarf with it, because you make it so that your speed uh, goes faster and you still hit as hard as you can. Yeah. Alternatively, you could also use Choice Band if you have something like Tailwind. Um, <laughs> but this Pokemon is crazy. It is Tailwind very much a is just farts. What? Tailwind is just farts that make you go faster or is it that it uses its tail like a helicopter like tails I really don't know I'm curious well tailwind is like used for um what's it called not not for it's not used for farts yes it is I think I'm pretty sure tailwind is like a uh, an aviation term let's look that up oh yeah tailwind is (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a flying type status move that makes it so that your teammates move faster. Um, um, can I tell you an image I just found that I'm not going to send to you? You can tell me. Um, I just essentially found a pic- somebody's drawing of a guy turning into Haxorus, like an anamorph. Oh well, is is it like in black and white? No. 
Oh, okay. That's... But it's like the stages of it, and it just hits me with strong Animorph vibes. And okay. I've just been trying not to burst out laughing. <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, Haxorus, uh, a good thing. You can also run Focus Hash if you're really worried about Haxorus surviving. I mean, it's kind of frail. 90 defense, 70 special defense, pretty good. Um, but, you know, I, I'd be better off with the Choice Scarf. Uh, the best, it gets a lot of really great moves. You get, um, Tailwind. You get out, it doesn't get Tailwind. Megafart. <laughs> no, it doesn't get Megafart either. Um, <laughs> you get Earthquake, so you can hit your Levitators with Earthquake, which is really great. Outrage, it's Poison Jab to hit Fairies, Exciser, uh, you this wants to you want this to be a physical attacker. Yeah. Um, it so, has a literal axe on its face, and I don't see it being used for anything other than attacks. You yeah. know. As, being, a, as a novice Pokemon Pochiman player myself, <laughs> does have a knife face. Yes. So. It, um, you have a, you have a few options here. Um, yes. Home Claws, if you want to... Home Claws is a legacy move that you can give it. Um, if you want to bring it all the way up from Gen 5 to Gen 8, uh, so that you can hit your guillotines. It, it knows the move guillotine. Well, so um, now I have a question. What's your question? You said it was Home Claws, right? Mm-hmm. It, that, that's the... Um, that's the ability. And that's, it, that's the move. Right. But would it be its hand claws or its feet's claws? I mean, I, I guess both. It, the the move just raises your attack and accuracy. So oh. you, can hit, you can hit things a lot harder. I mean, yeah, because home claws, I guess, means that you make them sharper. I'm just curious if it's the feet's or the hands. You know, for a sake of argument, I think we can say it's both. Yeah. But you can run a thing. I think it gets Stone Edge. It might get Stone Edge. It does not. It doesn't. Um, but you can, if you want to run Home Claws, you can run Iron Tail to make to kill fairies even harder. You can run yeah. Rock Slide to get the flinch. Um, lots of good stuff, actually. So what is the technical typing of this one? Pure Dragon. Hmm. Interesting. It's a pure dragon type. Um, Excuse me, I have the hiccups. It also learns first impression, which is a bug type move that if you if, if you are first sent into battle, you can use it first and you'll move first. Interesting. Move for like revenge. Um, it gets a cool move called Scale Shot. Scale Shot is a multi-hitting dragon type move that lowers your defense but raises your speed. So if you really want to go fast, you can do uh, Scale Shot Haxorus, which is very, very nutty. Um, Fast like Sonic. But my my best option for a moveset with this thing is you want to run Adamant Nature, so maximize your attack, uh, minimize your special attack. Give it a Choice Scarf, give it something either like you can give it Dragon Claw. I'd recommend Dragon Claw and not Outrage because someone can easily switch into a Fairy type on your Outrage mm. while because you're locked into it once you use it. Mm-hmm. So run Dragon Claw, Poison Jab, um, you can do Dragon Claw, Poison Jab for fairy coverage, Earthquake, and um, trying to think, Scale Shot or Night Slash, any coverage move of your choice really. But Scale Shot is very cool. 
and I recommend doing that as well. Um, what would you want to name this, uh, this Ononokusu? Oh, what? That's the, it's Japanese name, Ononokusu. Um, I really liked the name that I gave it the first time. I really liked that name Athena, and I think I have, either you have another one that I named Ares, or I have one named Ares, I can't remember. Yeah, it seems like it's quite literally built for war. It is a giant battle axe. Yeah, I think the head is really what what did it for me. Um, I just found a great article called um, 23 Fun and Amazing Facts About Haxorus from Pokemon. Uh, this <laughs> came out the 2nd of May this year. And let me tell you, none of these are fun facts. <laughs> what is, what's the source on that? Tonsoffacts.com Oh, I don't buy that. Those are probably not facts. <laughs> well, these facts are literally, and I'm not, I'm not, I personally hate articles that do this, that yeah. say like, here's the fun facts, and it's just a description of it that everyone knows. Haxorus right. is a bipedal Pokemon with dark yellow-green covering on its back and most of its front. Yes. I, I'd, I'd say green instead of dark yellow, but I, I get it. Yeah, that, that's essentially... You, you, I, that's I'm reading these... The that's pretty much it. Oh, here we go. Despite its austere appearance, it is generally friendly, but is very yeah. territorial. It has an axe on its face. I mean, as a, as a dinosaur, I understand that. This is... Um, I'm pretty sure you literally... When you were reading that thing, you basically... When you were reading the, um... The oh dex entries? Yeah, I think it's just the dex entry broken up. Yeah. Um... Have you any, uh... Any thoughts of this... This walking axe... Um, I'm gonna just say I agree in giving it a, a choice scarf because I think it would really use like a choice scarf. It could use one. Yeah. For, it, it's got a long neck. It's probably cold. If he swings his neck around a lot, it's probably going to be cold. Yeah, I I think a I think a scarf would be really helpful for it because um figuring well figuring it's a dinosaur and it's cold blooded. Yeah. And it has of, a long neck. I think it would really benefit from like a good thick scarf. I agree with that. that makes I think sense. mittens would be hard though, especially with the claws. If you I mean, use cone claws, then it would you would have a hard time getting the mittens on without cutting holes in them, unless they were fingerless mittens. Yeah, but also. Do you works. think in the Pokemon world where there's like? one that clearly has like a weapon on it they also make like safety devices for it you like, know like aegislash the literal sword well i mean it comes in a sheath when it's a hone edge yeah but so what i'm saying is like is there a company in the pokemon universe that that sells like protection for like yeah, you know, if you're like a fire type trainer, they—that's that, a nice like the head cannon. Like, I don't um, know if it's a. I'm I'm genuinely like curious about this because I, like I don't think there's something like that in um in in game. No, but, definitely not in game. I mean, it would be cool if they brought it into the fiction though. 
to be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, like, literally what I'm thinking in my head is um, I, I'm looking at, at, at its acts, and what I'm thinking about are those guards that you put onto, like, figure skates. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like someone would mold those, and I mean you'd have to do it for like a lot of them. Yeah. You know, like there's. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like Sharpedo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe give him like a little. A mouth guard. Yeah. Or like um. You know. Uh, exactly. Yes, a mouth guard. That was exactly what I was thinking. A mouth guard, or maybe like some like some chopping bits, or like some wood for the rodent Pokemon, so their teeth get okay. Yes, exactly. You know, there, there so you're seeing the thing in my head. There and has I mean, to be a generic like pet store for Pokemon, basically. Yeah, exactly. And and easily things would be cheaper for Pokemon that are there more often. So, like, if it's something common to the area, like, yeah, they'll have that in stock, and it'll probably be cheaper. But, like, for rarer Pokemon... Oh, imagine if they personalized them. That would also be very cute. Oh, what color do you want your guard to be? They could pick. They could pick. Let the Pokemon pick. Yeah. And, like, another one that I definitely think would be a hazard in the household... Um... Charmander, Charmander's tail constantly being on fire. That is a literal fire hazard. You probably want to live in like a brick house or something. Or just, or it sleeps outside. Or it stays in the ball. Or some sort of tail protector that keeps the flame going, but keeps everybody else safe from being burned. I don't have an idea of what that would be. I mean, it would be dangerous, because if the fire goes out, it dies. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, like, um, uh, so, like, at Christmas caroling in mm -hmm. my town, we do, like, a bunch of candles, and then to make sure the wax doesn't hit your hand, there's, like, this plastic cup. But it keeps also, it also keeps the wind out so that the candle will keep burning. And so I'm kind of thinking like that, but maybe more rubber or, like, a silicone kind of a thing. Um... And so what I'm thinking is, like, I I'm literally picturing it in my head, like, somebody has grown up with their Charmander, and now it is a Charizard, and they have it, and now they have a kid, and it's literally like a toddler, and, and Charmander's cool, Charizard yeah. is cool, he's hanging out with the baby, and then the baby reaches for the tail, and I can see, I can literally see this in my mind, and I I'm getting anxious thinking about this. <laughs> Like, nobody, no, everyone does not have just a cute, soft Pokemon. There are all kinds. And so, in my head, I'm thinking, like, and I'm not saying it would burn the child on purpose. Yeah. There there probably have to be, like, guards for certain things. Or, That's what I'm saying! Like, a baby-proofing. Yes. Quite literally baby-proofing. Yes. Okay, I'm done with this rant. I'm sorry. I'll stop. No, no, no that's a, it's a good idea. Um, it is not. <laughs> Haxorus, I, I like Haxorus a lot. Yeah. It's not like my favorite Pokemon by choice, but 
for Unova for a dragon type, I think it hits really hard and it it it's very unique. Yeah, I would have thought it was a steel type dragon. We have two of those. One of them is Dialga and the other other is a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Raladon. Raladon stapler. So you're telling me one of them is like Pokemon Jesus. Yeah. Pokemon Jesus or God. The other is a stapler. The other is a stapler. Yep, Duraludon. All right, I guess that fits. Let's let's wrap up this segment because <laughs> um yeah. Because I'm starting to to lose it a little. And things that that make me lose it, I what okay. Oh, that's already the bad stuff. <laughs> I hate looking up Pokemon on Google Images and scrolling down too far. I, well, um... <laughs> That's dangerous. I ended up on a bad website by accident. I clicked that, one by accident. Oh. Because it had... It, it was comic. <laughs> I was, what? <laughs> I said moving on. I didn't see the I didn't see the source until after I had clicked it, and then it was my browser, and I was like, oh, no. I see. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of things <laughs> that also make you uncomfortable... We're, we're going to move into our Calm Mind segment, and we... This is the, not the uncomfortable part. <laughs> no, it's not. Though, what we decided to talk about was a concept called toxic positivity. Would you like to explain that for the people? Um, you ever see those people on Facebook or Instagram, and they have stuff on their page where it's like, aha, good vibes only, or... Um, like people who have like, oh, I always have to hustle. I have to keep working. Uh, I mean, I oh, guess like that's on that grind. Yeah, uh, yes. good vibes. Good vibes only. That's that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. And, um, toxic positivity is essentially. Um, I, I'm reading this article on Washington Post, written by Allison Chu, um, and they describe it as. And I, and I quote, um, actually, this is a quote from Natalie Datillo, a clinical health psychologist with Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. Um, think of it as having too, a few too many scoops of ice cream. It's really good and it makes us feel better, but you can always overdo it. Or then trying to shove ice cream into somebody's face when they don't feel like having ice cream. It's not going to make them feel better. Yeah. What do we think about that? I mean, I completely agree. Um, I definitely knew some people that that would preach toxic positivity. And and it's sort of like... It's like the live, laugh, love of our generation. Yeah, I, I agree. You won't, you won't always feel like that. Sometimes you need to feel that bad emotion. So you know? The first thing that comes to my mind... Um, mm-hmm. Is it's actually a South Park quote? Oh, good. Um, and sad. And I'm pulling up the quote. It's from Butters. It was a really good episode. Uh, Butters basically gets dumped, or his his girlfriend dumps him, oh. and he he goes to get bullied about it by some people in the in the town. And he's sitting on the curb crying. And he goes, "I love life." Wait, but you just got dumped. Yeah, I'm sad. But at the same time, I'm really happy that something can make me feel that sad. It's like, it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel human. 
The only way I can feel this sad now is that I've, if I felt something really good before, so I have to take the bad with the good. I guess what I'm feeling is like a beautiful sadness. Yeah. And for South Park, this was <laughs> beautifully written. Pretty deep. I mean, it's kind of an expansion of the... Uh, uh, the... Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, what's that quote? Oh, to, like, lose love is better yeah. than having not loved at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I can't remember the quote precisely. Uh, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But essentially, like, toxic positivity is the implication that everything will, like, kind of always answering problems with positivity. At least that's what it means to me. You see it a lot on social media. You see it a lot on, like, um... Oh, definitely on social media, because you'll have things like... Yeah. Oh, it... The look on the bright side. I mean, it, it's okay to sit with your negative emotions. It's, it's one thing to say that... Um, it's like if I got in a terrible car accident, God forbid... Um, if I got in a terrible car accident and someone said to me, Oh, well, you know, at least you're okay. At least, at least you're healthy. At least you're alive. Um, if you, if you happen to say at least in when you're talking with someone and you say at least something happened, that's sympathy. That's not empathy. Yeah. That I, that was one of the best quotes I've ever heard from a Ted talk that I watched about mental health. And it was like, if you're saying, at least that sympathy and not empathy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a very interesting topic. Yeah. And I think we could definitely discuss a better tactic set. So like personally, whenever one of us is not feeling a hundred percent or even 50%, we always ask each other what we can do. And sometimes the answer is, can you just sit with me on the phone while I cry this one out? Yeah. And that's just what happens sometimes. And that's okay to feel that out. You you that's get fine. to you get to feel out the bad emotions. And even if it's not it's kind of like if someone said to you, It's not rocket science. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. rocket science, but that doesn't make it any easier. Whatever you're going through, sometimes you just need to feel out. And it's something that means something to you. So, like, personally, I had to retake some of my first year classes again this year. And it felt earth shattering because I've never had to do something like that before in my life. Yeah. And, and my mom was like, well, they didn't kick you out. You're not, like, restarting completely from scratch. You at least have your notes. And I... I didn't care. It, it nothing when they told when they told me that nothing could really console me for like a day. Yeah, because fact of the matter is, it's still upsetting you. Yeah. By by saying other things, that's kind of not necessarily being helpful to the situation. I think it's a matter of how we communicate our um, our intentions of yeah. wanting someone to feel better. Because it's one thing to say. Oh well, they didn't kick you out, but you still have to redo classes. It's that's kind of like saying, I mean, yeah, I understand that you're in a lot of pain right now, but I'm going to attempt to do something about it, but not the way that you really need me to. Yeah, it's kind of like 
It's a lot like if you were at, like, the ER, and you're bleeding, and they're like, oh, well, here's some ice. And you're like, I mean, that's helpful, but something else would probably be a bit more helpful right now. Um, yeah, and having those expectations when dealing with trauma, I guess, is important. Like, yeah. Because toxic positivity to me is... Um, it seems like a like a flimsy shield, like something that you put in front of a problem by saying like, "Oh well, haha, good vibes only." I I don't have to I don't have to accept when bad things happen. Of course, of course, nobody wants to feel bad things. No, <laughs> that's like an elementary concept. We we are kind of like instructed day to day to avoid negativity in our lives. Yeah, like, because you know who would willingly embrace that unless that's something that you you really want to and explore for yourself but on the other hand toxic positivity is just actively avoiding it and kind of putting up a barrier of like uh it reminds me of a paper plate with a happy face on it the the depression commercial y yeah i guess <laughs> no no that the, no that's a that's a commercial for um i've seen it like a hundred times and it was about being depressed, but it was before I found out I had depression. Mm. And I always thought it was like, it was made by somebody who has no idea what they're talking about. Right. They, they always market those <laughs> for some weird reason. My gosh. I can't even remember what the medication is. But anyway, that, sorry. That was just what I thought of. Anyway, yes, it is, it is kind of like that. It's a paper, it's a paper plate with a shoddily drawn yellow smiley face on top of it like haha everything's okay because i guess the the off-putting or the the performance that everything is okay outweighs the fact that everything is not okay yeah so what can we do about it what can we do about toxic positivity in our life um it's it seems like it's uh seems like it's something that, that happens a lot more uh, at a distance. Yeah. Because especially with the uptick of COVID. <laughs> yeah. It's completely okay not to say that you're doing okay. Like when I was in, I was in the worst of it. it. It was, it's very, it's very easy for me to tell you because you're my girlfriend and I love you. It's very easy for me to tell you that, yeah, I'm, I'm having a very terrible day right now. Yeah. Um, and you're very understandable, and you say, okay, cool, well, we can we can do something about it, we can do something later. Yeah, but um, it's like, when that happens, it's like, okay, what do you need? Like, what do you need from me? Not like in a, not in a like, oh, what do you need now? But like, what do you need? Like, what can I do yeah. that and I can do to help you? Because sometimes, again, it is just, can we sit on the phone? Do you mind watching a movie? Could yeah. we talk about... What did we talk Being about? Being vulnerable enough. Um, we did this the other day, and I was like, I just want to talk. And I think I just was talking about random things. Yeah. But um, that's what I mean. Like, it's just whatever you need that day. I'm, I'm very grateful to have wonderful people in my life. Um, I couldn't have asked for better supervisors at work. Mm -hmm. At a time when I'm feeling beyond vulnerable and you know, in a new field that I'm trying to navigate. I have supervisors who are on top of it, and I have a team who can support me however possible. Uh, I have 
an amazing, amazing circle of friends who check up on me, um, even from across across the world, checking in on me, seeing how things are going. Mm-hmm. And these are people I couldn't have asked for for better. Um, it, it just makes me really happy. So, learn learning to accept negativity is the part of avoiding this form of positivity because it's not really positivity at all. It's kind of you just saying, yep, everything's okay when it's actually not okay. What what does that doesn't seem to be particularly effective except for delaying the inevitable. It's kind of that, again, that paper plate being like, okay, I'm not going to feel my feelings right now. Literally the dog sitting in a room of fire saying it's fine. This is fine. Um, and it's not fine. We all know it's not fine. Um, there, there's a tweet right here that I want to go over. um that that was in this article on the washington post and it was a toy a tweet from at the jeremy haynes and it says if you don't come out of this quarantine with either a new skill starting what you've been putting out like a new business more knowledge you didn't ever lack the time you lacked the discipline Uh, what (laughs) and then someone retweeted it uh, thankfully, and said, if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill, starting what you've been putting off, or more knowledge, you're perfectly okay. Your mental health is key right now, alongside your physical well-being. It's a pandemic, not an artist's residency. We'll survive. Yeah. Those those two tweets are very important, because um, you know, in, especially living in the States, it's one thing being tied to your work constantly. Mm-hmm. Like it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting being so tied to your merit of productivity. It's <laughs> it's okay to not be okay. That's that's the best thing I can say right now. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I I completely agree. Like a hundred percent. Because Everyone is going through something different right now. And even if we weren't in lockdown with quarantine and COVID, people's lives were still having bad days before now. Oh, definitely. I think it's just, just now we can now we can sort of all acknowledge it because we're all going through the same thing. Yeah. It's it's more of a, a global unifier because of how um you know, it, it quite literally is a global unifier. Yeah. <laughs> and especially having gone through it personally, it is... If, if you have COVID, <laughs> you have every right to be uh, on your butt for a few days and feeling those emotions because it is absolutely hard. I've, ne- I've never felt... Um, it's different compared to any other sickness that I've held before. Um, but that, yeah, that's about it. That's, that's that for toxic positivity yeah give yourself some grace give yourself some time make sure you have plenty of your favorite snack on hand and another good thing that you can do is if you if you see these people on your social media feeds send them a message and actually check in on them a nice message not like don't harass them be like this is toxic positivity and you can't say this don't do that that's bad Just actually say, hey, I, I want to check up on you, see how things are going. How, how's life? How's the kids? How's the partner? How's the dog? I miss you. How's the dog? You should have a dog. Everyone should have a dog. 
Um, yeah. So send them a message, and it, it, because it takes all it takes is one connection to make someone's uh, make someone stay to make it matter. Yeah, and to maybe help them through whatever they're going through. Um, the uh, the last thing I'll say on this is make sure that you're also taking care of yourself and finding something that brings you joy, no matter what oh, it is. Definitely. I mean, as long as it's healthy, don't like do drugs, don't do that. But like. <laughs> Um, if, if your thing, ah, my favorite dessert in the whole world is melted Hershey's chocolate bars and dipping graham crackers in it. And I have eaten so much of that over quarantine and COVID. And another thing that's really been keeping a lot of us going, I think, is Baby Yoda. Um, and <laughs> every Friday night without fail because season two has been coming on and it's one new episode a week. And so without fail, my mom and I will sit down in the living room and just watch that episode of of the Mandalorian. And I will be telling my mom Star Wars things and filling in the gaps because she doesn't remember anything. I mean, they mentioned Alderaan in the last episode and I looked at her and I was like, that's that planet. She's like, I know what it is. And I was like, oh, didn't know you did. Sometimes you don't. She didn't remember what midi-chlorians are, but that's okay. Anyway, um, so the thing that's really been keeping me going the past couple weeks is watching Baby Yoda and just crying. Um, because how much I love Baby Yoda. It's kind of like looking at puppies at pet store and crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what's um, helping me personally. (laughs) I see. Yeah, but again, like, find something that doesn't, like, physically harm you. Don't do something that will hurt yourself. Yeah, but learn, do something that will make you happy. Huh? <laughs> I said learn your coping mechanisms. Yeah. Learn learn what your triggers are and what uh, what sets you off, what inclines you to act a certain way. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to be asking us questions about toxic positivity or anything else that you want to get into, um, ask us a question. Uh, send it to our Instagram at Sleep Powder Talks on Instagram. You can also send us an email or a message on our Facebook. It should be the same same links, same username. Yeah, would, I don't know if you can to. send a message on Facebook. I, I think we have the account set up for that. No, I mean I don't know if you can send it to a page. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna Give be honest. I don't know how technology works. I was asking Tim to do um, to convert a file for an audio file for me because mm-hmm. he does that. Hi, Tim, and mm-hmm. um, he emailed me back <laughs> saying, "Anna, the files are not attached." And I was like, <laughs> "How? <laughs> How do I do that?" So, I <laughs> hopefully, they actually sent this time. I really don't know. Um, my computer just working the other day. Not because I did anything. Well, actually, um, the other thing that happened with my computer was I was sitting down and um, I have two dogs right now. Well, I have one. My mom has one. And since I'm home, I'm I'm with both of them. And so her dog is named Bella and she's like four pounds and she's like nine. And she likes to um, act like a cat in the way that she will run on your keyboard if you're sitting with your laptop anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, she likes to sit on my iPad whenever I'm doing anything with technology. She likes to sit on it. Um, 
she hit a series of buttons that has made all of the files on my desktop lock in their position, and I can't move them. And whenever I try to, <laughs> it just moves them back. So now everything is out of order from how I had it, and I can't fix it, and I don't know what she did, and I don't know how to to re-change it. But um, we'll probably have to look into that. <laughs> who's we? It's not me, because I don't know how to look that up. Well... <laughs> I'm gonna have to just it? call Apple and be like, "Hey, it's me. My f- my my file for Apple support is very very large because I'm bad with technology." And that's why they have people who can help you. How I turn computer on? Yeah. Well, there's one place that you don't really need technology, and that's in the jungle. That's true. Uh, Although it would be helpful. Moving into our next segment, Anna and I just want to briefly talk about the new, I think it's the 25th Pokemon movie. Oh my gosh. Is it it 25? I I can't count. One, two, three. He's doing math. I think it's 26 or 27. The, oh, wow. the black and white had a had a two two for one movie. A two for? Yeah. Um, but this is the I'm trying to find it on Cerebi. It's called the Secret of the Jungle. Uh, it is yep. It Pokemon the movie Secrets of the Jungle, and there's a brand new trailer coming out, and absolutely amazing animation. Super cool. My my favorite scene in the entire trailer is where Ash is <laughs> being tackled by a phalanx. Um, yes. But they're all just kind of like <laughs> sitting on the ground waiting for their hugs. It's Aww. very cute. And Pikachu's just kind of curious what's going on. But Yeah. Um, I literally watched it just before recording. <laughs> I have a thought because... Okay. So well, the whole well, premise. Let's about, well, yeah, let's talk about what the movie is first. Yeah. So the premise is a kid. It, it's Tarzan, but Pokemon. Essentially. <laughs> it's Tarzan, but Pokemon. And now here's the thing. Um, at the end, there's something happening with the forest. A tree is going down, and he and and the kid saves uh, Flygon. Yeah, the kid's name is Coco. Coco, which. What franchise has not had a kid named Kogo in it in the last four years? I don't know. All of them. They all have. Anyway. Um. I lost where I was. <laughs> oh, so the, the kid, Coco, saves a Flygon. And then something happens and it's saved by the big monkey. The new big monkey. The monkey's name is Zarud. Zarud is a dark grass type. Yes. Um, it has one of the arguably worst abilities ever made for a Pokemon called Leaf Guard, which is just hydration in the sun, so it gets rid of your um, <laughs> it gets rid of your status conditions in the sunlight. But go ahead. So the whole thing is, it catches the kid, and the kid goes, "Dada, this kid can't speak." Well, that's, this... that's what they call. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, me being the hyper-analytic person I am, this kid was not raised in civilization. 
Mm-hmm. Child does not speak English. This child does not know the word Dada. So why would it call it that? Pokemon say their own name. Zarud. Zarude. Nope. 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 Alright, nope. that's not them. Nope. 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 No. Well... It also had a fun cape. Well, what's cool about the cape is that in in terms of, um... Okay, so Zarud is the name of the species of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The Dada uh, is the the specific one that helps Coco. If you, if you read, um... I'm just reading some of Zarud's dex entries. Zarud actually has four of them. There's um, four? Four dex entries. There's oh, one, there's I thought you meant four kinds. I'm like, how could there be four kinds of one? No. <laughs> so he, here's the one that there's two. There's a sword shield entry for both. There are two forms of Zarud right now. Zarud is the generic species name of the monkey. And Dada mm-hmm. is the specific Zarud with the cape on it. Oh, of course. So... The, the generic Zarud says, Within dense forests, this Pokemon lives in a pack with others of its kind. It's incredibly aggressive, and the other Pokemon of the forest fear it. Once the vines on Zarud's body tear off, they become nutrients in the soil, and it helps plants of the forest grow. Slurp. Yeah, it's it's an interesting Pokemon. Interesting concept for a Pokemon. Yeah. Nice howler monkey. Um, but yeah. Here's, here's what the, the data entries are. Mm-hmm. This Zarud left its pack to raise a human child. The cloth that Zarud would wrap the child in has a comforting scent that has calmed the child's crying. This Zarud's special strength stems from its love and care for an orphan human child that the Pokemon has raised since the child's infancy. Its special ability is fatherhood. Yeah. <laughs> and it's called the Rogue Monkey Pokemon. Well... I, for one, like monkey. I, I think... Another, you know me, I, I like a good monkey. Well, so now I'm confused. So if it's a rogue, rogue monkey, yes? Mm-hmm. Rogues are usually loners. So why do they work in a pack? Also, monkeys groups are not called packs. They're called troops. Yeah, but anyway. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I, I, I get criticizing your, you. I'm, I'm speaking of the entry specifically. Again, I'm overtly critical for these kinds of things. Yeah, but... Yeah, <laughs> that's that's okay. Um, this, this Pokemon's actually pretty stacked. I think it looks it's really cool. The stats are really nice. It has a really uh, variant move set. Um, but I'm I'm very excited. Lore aside, <laughs> yeah. the confusing lore aside, I'm really looking forward to seeing the movie. Just yeah, it's been a while since we've had a good uh, series of animation. Oh, and how the trailer starts mm-hmm. with with shiny Celebi. Yeah, and, oh, that was the other thing. That caught me completely off guard. That caught Dada. me off guard more than the Dada. Well, Dada, the specific Zarud, has a pink cape, and on the pink cape is a 251. And Pokemon 251 is Celebi. Oh, oh that's so cool. So they're tied somehow. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe uh, they like numbers. I, maybe they like numbers. We'll see. Maybe the monkey likes numbers. Well, so now here's my other question. My follow-up question. Yeah. So you said that this one has a specific scent on this cape. Mm-hmm. 
but it doesn't describe the scent. I would like to hear what your thought is on what the cape smells like. Probably flowers. I was going to say lavender. Yeah, lavender makes sense. Or maybe it's just grass. Maybe it's just like dirt. It's Outside dirt. dirt. Chanel number five. <laughs> what cocoa is, I think, what it's about is that it's the, um, yeah, I think it probably smells like fresh cut grass. Uh, but I am really looking forward to seeing this movie. Uh, I'm trying to find ways that we can actually watch the movie. I don't know. We'll find more details about that. I'm just excited for another Gen 8 movie coming out. Yeah. Well, anything else we want to talk about with the monkey? I wish he had a hat. I, I wish he had a hat, too. That's it. If, if this civilized monkey can wear a cape, monkey can also wear a hat. I just think the monkey should wear a hat. I think I think a lot of Pokemon should wear hats. I agree with that. Then Pokemon Go has a lot of Pokemon wearing hats. It's like that's like the whole thing in Pokemon Go is just hats. I mean, I would pay money for that. Yes. There was there was someone in my old Pokemon Go group that sold a Pichu with a witch hat for five hundred dollars. You sent you traded me an Eevee with a flower crown because I asked for it nicely. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a few. Yeah, he always gets the good ones. And good things are meant to be shared. And we, speaking of sharing good things, we want to hear your good thoughts. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you think about the monkey. Tell us what you think what the cape smells like. We'd love to hear everything about your thoughts of Pokemon. What do you think the cape smells like? This is a very uh, important question. question. What does what does Dada's cape smell like? Um, yeah. Please feel free to send us a message on Instagram at Sleep Powder Talks. You can also shoot us an email, sleeppowdertalks at gmail.com. We are looking forward to hearing from you. Please, 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 please reach out if you're listening. Yeah. Send us a picture of your dog. And give your pets a kiss for us. Pretty please. Sleep well. Have a good night. Night.